0: It's Wednesday, June 14th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Donald Trump became the first former president to face a judge on federal charges as he pleaded not guilty in a Miami courtroom Tuesday to dozens of felony counts accusing him of hoarding classified documents and refusing government demands to give them back. The history-making court date, centered on charges that Trump mishandled government secrets that as a commander-in-chief he was entrusted to protect, kickstarts a legal process that will unfold at the height of the 2024 presidential campaign and carry profound consequences not only for his political future, but also for his own personal liberty. Inside the courtroom, Mr. Trump sat silently with his arms crossed, as a lawyer entered a not-guilty plea on his behalf in a brief arraignment that ended without him having to surrender his passport or otherwise restrict his travel. The arraignment, though largely procedural in nature, was the latest in an unprecedented reckoning this year for Mr. Trump, who faces charges in New York arising from hush money payments during his 2016 presidential campaign as well as an ongoing investigation in Washington and one in Atlanta into efforts to undo the results of the 2020 presidential race. Around the world, a helicopter accident in northeastern Syria over the weekend left 22 American service members injured, the U.S. military said Tuesday, adding that the cause was under investigation and no enemy fire was involved. The military statement said the service members were receiving treatment and 10 were moved to higher care facilities outside the region. Pentagon spokeswoman Sabrina Singh said at a media briefing that the mishap involved a single MH-47 Chinook helicopter. In her statement, Singh said the Chinook had a problem with one rotor that caused a hard landing during takeoff. All of the service members involved in the crash were in stable condition, she said, US forces have been in Syria since 2015 to advise and assist the Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic forces in the fight against the militant Islamic State group. Since the extremist group was defeated in Syria in March 2019, US troops have been trying to prevent any comeback by IS, which swept through Iraq and Syria in 2014, taking control of a large area. Back in the U.S., NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg said Ukraine is making progress in its counteroffensive against Russian invaders and predicted NATO leaders will increase military assistance to Kyiv when they meet next month. Stoltenberg made the comments as he met at the White House with President Biden after Russian missile strikes on the hometown of Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky killed 11 people. Stoltenberg's visit to Washington came as Ukraine attempts to seize back territory as part of a long-awaited counteroffensive against the Russian invaders. The support that we are providing together to Ukraine is now making a difference on the battlefield as we speak because the Ukrainians have launched the offensive, he said. They are making advances. They are gaining ground. Mr. Biden reiterated that the U.S. commitment to NATO was rock solid and that NATO allies would be building on that momentum when they meet in Vilnius. and. Artificial intelligence has been used to extract John Lennon's voice from an old demo to create the last Beatles record decades after the band broke up, Paul McCartney said Tuesday. McCartney, who is 80 years old, told the BBC that the technology was used to separate the Beatles' voices from background sounds during the making of director Peter Jackson's 2021 documentary series, The Beatles' Get Back. The new song is set to be released later this year. Jackson was able to extricate John's voice from a ropey little bit of cassette and a piano, McCartney told BBC Radio. McCartney did not identify the name of the demo, but the BBC and others said it was likely to be an unfinished 1978 love song by Lennon called Now and Then. The demo was included on a cassette labeled For Paul that Mr. McCartney had received from Lennon's widow, Yoko Ono, the BBC reported. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.